What's going on everybody? Austin here, and in this episode of The Extra Point, we are going to be taking a look at the Chicago Bears in the NFC North and what they should do with their NFL offseason. So my first note that I have for the Bears is uh, they should get an offensive line. And my second note is that they should get an offensive line. My third note is that they should get an offensive line. My fourth note is that they should get an offensive line. And my fifth note is that they should get a wide receiver. Um, as you can tell, I think that they need offensive linemen. Um, it's not really much uh, much of a surprise there. If you watched any Bears games, their offensive line is terrible. Unfortunately, uh, none of their offensive linemen are free agents, so they're not really going to be forced to replace everybody. Uh, but fortunately for them, all of their offensive linemen, I think except for their center, are on extremely cheap deals. Uh, yeah, so their center, Cody Whitehair, is making $12 million, or he's a $12 million cap hit. Uh, and then after that, you go down the list, and their next highest paid offensive lineman is a uh, $1.9 million cap hit, Tevin Jenkins, which I don't know how you have cap space, and you don't invest in protecting your first round wide receiver or your first round quarterback, excuse me. Uh, so that doesn't make much sense to me. But fortunately for the Chicago Bears, they do have cap space. They've got about 19 million, 18.6 million dollars in cap space for this upcoming year. And they've got some draft picks, not a lot. They've got a second, a third, two fifths, and a sixth. So they're really, they should really look into free agency for some offensive linemen. Um, either that or, you know, so free agency for some offensive linemen. And then with their second round pick, they should grab a wide receiver or go the other way around where you can get a premier wide receiver in free agency like an Amari Cooper if he gets cut. Or I think the Buccaneers tagged Chris Godwin. I, I don't remember if I saw that or not. Uh, but somebody like him. Um, and then sign some more offensive linemen and draft an offensive line with your first pick. Somebody who, if I'm the Bears, I'm interested in looking at is maybe you could convince the Washington uh, Commanders to trade Terry McLaurin for a third and a fifth round pick in this year's draft. And now you've got a guy who really his entire career has just needed a quarterback. Uh, because you've got a lot of guys who aren't making a lot of money. Cole Komet is a tight end. I believe he was a rookie last year and. So he's not costing you any money, and he's really good. Um, otherwise, like, your running backs, I mean, David Montgomery, not not really that special. Khalil Herbert, not that special. I don't know if they still have uh, Tariq Cohen, but, again, not that special. Um, and then as far as free agents go on this team, you've got a lot of guys who you can kind of let them go because of either their age, uh, their their production or um their contract you know it's not worth it like Allen robinson he's 28 years old so he's young and he would normally be productive except for some reason he didn't get targeted uh but he made 17.8 million dollars last year on the on the franchise tag and he's gonna likely be looking for a deal close to that over multiple years and if i'm the bears i'm not really interested in paying uh a wide receiver who's about to turn 29 a long year high contract like that. Uh, Akeem Hicks, 
Uh, he's a free agent, the defensive end. Andy Dalton, fortunately, you're getting him off the books. Jimmy Graham, um, he was making $8 million. Fortunately, he's getting off the books. Um, let's see. Uh, Jakeem Grant, the wide receiver, I mean, he's, he's coming off the books. Otherwise, not a lot of super highly valuable players. I mean, I guess you could say Akeem Hicks is important to what they're doing, but... Um, I mean, there's plenty of defensive ends available uh, at different spots throughout the draft. Uh, I mean, they're paying guys, but they're not paying anybody a supremely high amount of money. Uh, other than Khalil Mack, he's making uh, he's making $12 million, but his cap hits 30. Robert Quinn is making $12 million, but his cap hit is 17. Uh, Eddie Jackson has a $15 million cap hit. And then, like I was talking about their center, he has a $12 million cap hit. Um, some trade candidates you'd be looking at. Defensive tackle, Eddie Goldman. I don't really think that you need him in Chicago. Um, one of the things that I, if I want, if I would try to do if I'm the Bears is maybe trade away some of the older pieces and try to get younger on defense. Um, you know, see if you couldn't convince the, say, the Denver Broncos, who now are trying to go all in to take a guy like a Khalil Mack. I think the Broncos have $20 million in cash space take a Khalil Mack for, you know, one of their higher draft picks. You know, you could really rebuild that pass rush that the, that you had in Denver uh, in order to then, you know, send either picks or younger players who aren't ready to contribute yet back to the Bears. Um, but, yeah, so trade candidates, maybe Khalil Mack if you're really, really ambitious. Uh, Eddie Goldman, i definitely try to trade Nick Foles. I don't really want to be paying him any any sorts of money. Uh, for no reason. Fortunately, Justin Fields uh, or Andy Dalton's contract is voiding. Uh, and then you're obviously you're left with Justin Fields starting. And there's not a lot of guys making a lot of money. Like the biggest cap hit is Khalil Mack at 14%. And then after that, nobody's above 10. So you're really, really set up for the long term if you wanted to go all in, uh, not even this year, but build to go all in next year. Uh, the free agents, there's nobody super, super important that you're really trying to bring back. Maybe Marquise Goodwin because he's so fast and you you have a strong, strong arm quarterback. Uh, but I mean, like, you know, there's a ton of guys that you can get that are just fast and okay receivers. I think the offense, not the offense, but the offseason for the Chicago Bears is pretty simple. Uh, you need to build up offensive talent because you have a defensive head coach. Uh, presumably the defensive head coach is going to coach up average defensive players. And then you want to stack the offense as much as you can in order to help your young quarterback. I'm a proponent of, you know, when you draft a young quarterback, forget the team, unless you drafted them to compete because you have a stacked team like the San Francisco 49ers did. And even in this case, it's really important to just make sure they have success if I have to trade away Khalil Mack in order to get a star wide receiver, i.e., you know, Amari Cooper plus Mike Williams, you know, if I can get both of those guys, but I have to get rid of Khalil Mack, I'm going to do it because Justin Fields is the future of the Bears. And you have to go all in on a guy who, by all accounts, didn't have a great rookie year because of the team that you put around them. They, Justin Fields shouldn't have started a single game last year. The roster was not set up for him to have any sort of success. It was a terrible offensive line, terrible wide receiver play. I mean, I, I think that Allen Robinson is okay, but for some reason he wasn't in the scheme to be targeted. 
And so, you know, if you look at, you know, getting rid of one of your outside linebackers or, you know, you really want to keep Roquan Smith. So keep your inside linebackers, him and Danny Trevathan, but, you know, your defensive tackles, Eddie Goldman and your your outside linebackers, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack. If you can get rid of all those guys, bring back a bunch of offensive linemen and wide receivers. Unfortunately, I think that's the move. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately for the defense. Um, but listen, Chicago fans, listen very carefully. Uh, 1985 was a long time ago. All right. Right now, the year is 2022. Okay. 1985 was 35, 37 years ago. It's a long time ago. That defense is not coming back. The NFL does not play that way anymore. And you've got to stop acting like that's the way to win in the NFL. Because as long as you have been a franchise since you won that Super Bowl, your identity has been get a big, hard-hitting linebacker, get a running game, and you can win that way. It's not how that works. Okay, when Jay Cutler is by far the franchise's best quarterback since Sid Luckman, okay, you are in trouble. You're not going to win anything. And Justin Fields has the opportunity to be this guy for you. He has the pedigree coming out of Ohio State that no other quarterback from Ohio State has ever had. He's got one of the strongest arms from any of these young quarterbacks, and that's saying a lot considering there are guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, who have absolute cannons. Justin Fields could potentially have a stronger arm than all of them. He had the highest average air yards per attempt in the NFL last year, meaning that he threw the ball downfield farther and more than any other quarterback that played. You've got to surround him with offensive linemen that can get him time and wide receivers that can get down the field, i.e. Mike Williams. For the success of your franchise, which I don't even like your franchise, I don't even like your city. I think your city is dirty and dangerous, and I think your team is incredibly overrated, and you're living off of the hopes and dreams that a team 37 years ago gave to you. Please build around Justin Fields for the sake of the NFL, for the sake of that young man, and for your own happiness. I know you guys don't know football very well, uh, but if you did, you'd build around Justin Fields and forget the defense just this last time. I'm Austin Greeno, and this is The Extra Point.